Kermiseki Dai Park. You were great. You were free. It's a bit windy this morning. Let's hopefully get that wind on my back down to Rumoy. Just a 70, 78 kilometre cycle today. And I've got myself an hotel. Myself a cheap hotel. Now I've started passing these green boxes. And if you can see, these green boxes, every time I'm getting to some sort of hill around this area, I'm looking inside and these are so weather beaten because the sea's just there. So I think all that salt water flying over here and hitting that over the years has rotted it away. But what you've got here is it's like gravel. So I think what you would do, yeah, it's gravel. So I think these roads must be horrific trying to get up when it's snowing. Now, over the other side there, what looks like barriers, I don't think they are because they're in a concertina all the way up that hill to the top. It looks like these stainless steel boards that I think get pulled out onto the road because it gets so icy and snowy up here. I think it's the only way that you can find grip on road in winter. And I think this must be the final resort. You can see there's three more behind me down there. And it's to do with it being so cold and snowy here in winter. Right, I made a mistake. You can see those boards behind me that I was talking about before that you lay out on road to uh, to get up when it's too icy. Obviously, complete fucking mistake. So it seems here they are a kind of wall that they put up to stop the snow drifting onto the road. So, because it's summer now, those are open like shutters so the wind can blow straight through. In the winter, you can close them. So the snow blowing off the sea doesn't drift across the road here. Now, let me just cycle a bit further on. And I've noticed from the very top of Hokkaido, and they've never stopped, you see these arrows up there. They are, I've cycled from the very top of Hokkaido now, which is about 100 miles behind me. And every, I don't, I wouldn't like to say, every uh, 50 meters, you've got arrows above you. And that's just to tell you that when it is when the road is completely snowed out, these arrows are just telling you to keep within the limits. That's how snowy it gets up here. There, there's more of them boards to uh, stop snow drifting on the, on the road here. And there's some permanent ones there. And then the constant are these arrows. And they just lead off into the distance. Because around the winter months, it must get must be some hard living up here. Dangerous too. It is getting hot 
in Hokkaido. That's for sure. Oof. It's only about nine o'clock. I don't know. I've I've uh, I've been up here four days now, and I'm sort of into that groove that you are when you're on holiday. You don't really know what day it is. I'm not sure what time it is. I'm not looking at my phone because I'm on bike. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm on holiday now. But what I've just stopped at is this. A big, a big penguin. I've not seen a penguin my entire time. I've seen some birds that I've not seen before. But I've never seen a penguin. Feels like I'm in a Wallace and Gromit movie. Welcome. So I thought, right, I'll just stop. I'll just stop and see what's here. And it's just Wimbles, the sea, and there's a there's an island there, which I know the name of, but I forgot. I'll have to have a look on the map. I'm going down that way anyway. But there's this little shrine here. Which you get all over Japan, where you can just stop, have a little prayer to yourself to help you on your way. So let's go have a look in here and see what they've got. See what's in here. As per, I've no idea what anything says on there, but I'm sure it's just to help you on your way. Let's have a look inside. So, glasses on. So this looks like we've got names. These are the names of people. Some sort of message, prayer bells. Wow, look at that. This is what, um, this must have been opening day. There's uh, people on flutes, waving banners. Wow. These people, different time, different time. And there, instead of giving, well, you can give donations there, but a lot of people like to leave tins of pop and coffee as an offering. I have no idea who takes all that stuff. But yeah, there's just all embroidered stuff to put up in the shrine. Is this another photo? That looks to be... No, there's a different deity that's there. And then this is the fellow that you... that you pray to. Is he giving me the finger? Looks like it. Oh no, it's two fingers. Darren Walsh, UK. Safe passage through beautiful Hokkaido. So this is Haboro. These towns are getting bigger and bigger the further south that you go. There's flies everywhere. 
Yeah. I've noticed further up north, especially Teshio, that there's nothing going on there. Whereas here, you're getting big fancy hotels now. And it's it's quite possibly more livable around here. It seems nicer, more touristy. But still, it's a small fishing town with the looks of it. I mean, that's a little bit nicer than further up north. And the sea's out that way. But they remind me of these little... These little Canadian crossroad towns that used to get... Or that, that I used to see when I was in Canada in Alberta. These little crossroad towns that are just built here because one road crosses another. Right, I'm here to get my breakfast and I'm at Seiko Mart. I've mentioned this many times. You only get these in Hokkaido. And if you look out for the ones that have got hot chef, it means you can get hot food in there, obviously. Right, breakfast. I've just put myself round the side of this convenience store. I'm under a fan there, but I'm hoping me, I'm hoping my microphone blocks all that out. So in front of me, I've got a pachinko parlor where everybody goes gambling, but it's a very, very sleepy day in Haboro in Hokkaido, because it's a Sunday. Now, what I want to introduce you to is the convenience store sandwich in Japan, which is a thing of beauty. Bourdain did a thing on it in Tokyo. And everything he said rings true. Now, I've gone in there and chosen... Um, yeah, I've gone in there and chosen... You get a, three, a triple. So we've got ham, ham salad, egg mayonnaise, and just a normal salad sandwich here. Now, every one of these sandwiches are fantastic. So if you choose... If you're going to choose your favourite and leave that to last, you can do that. But every sandwich that you eat is as good as the last. So they are so good, you haven't really got a favourite. You haven't really got a favourite. Because you, you bite into the second one, you say, oh, I wish I'd have left this to last. And you bite into the third one, I'm glad I left that to last. Or you bite into the first... It's It's all... That it's all good. I've got a coffee. This coffee were 80 pence. And it is as good as any coffee that you will get in any Starbucks. As good. And then finally, what I've noticed up in here in Hokkaido is, I've got myself a pot noodle. But the tiny, look at the size of my hand compared to that, they are tiny, tiny pot noodles, which is perfect. So, what you're gonna say is, well, how, you, how do you get to eat that? Well, inside the convenience store, 
they've got these big pots of simmering hot water that you can go in and you can fill up your pot noodles or your drip coffees, bring them out, and then they give you chopsticks to use with your pot noodle. So I'm going to have my sandwich and then I'll go back in and get the pot noodle filled up and I'll come back out and eat that. But now I'm going to eat my sandwich. Now, if you look at it, let's go with egg first. Pull it out. The crusts have been taken off, so even your kids can't complain. And inside, you've just got your egg mayonnaise. And let me tell you, it's glorious. Now, rather than have you sit through a middle-aged man eating sandwiches. I'm going to knock it off now and get back to you once I've had my breakfast. I'm not eating since four o'clock yesterday. Now, I've just stopped off here at this deserted beach. You can see behind me. Some small dwellings here. This place hasn't even got a name. Just a family growing their own tomatoes and sunflowers in the summer on the main road, which is more or less deserted. But I've stopped here because this is the first time I've headed south in the whole trip where I've seen a piece of mainland Japan on my right hand side, which is that bit right there, that peninsula which means I'm getting closer to Sapporo. If you look at a map of Hokkaido and it looks like a dragon's mouth staring up to the northeast, spitting out fire. If you look at its neck, on the top of its neck, it's got a bump. And that's that peninsula over there. One of the towns there, if you're gonna look on a map is called Yoichi, Yoichi. And that's it. So, I will be going down to Ramoy now, and then I'm going inland, but I will be heading to the base of that peninsula, because that's where Sapporo sits. But it just, uh, it just puts into me that I'm making progress. Because the thing about cycling is you sometimes you lose heart, but then you see something like this, that proves that you're making progress and it gives you a bit of, uh, it puts a bit more enthusiasm in you. Although I don't need much pushing along. It's a nice day, it's quiet, the wind's died down. So I'm gonna crack on now. I am about 50K from Ramoy. A fella messaged me on on Instagram and he said when you get south of Ramoy you might want well when you get to Ramoy you might think about you might think about turning inland because there's lots of tunnels going through mountains which go on for kilometres and kilometres that have no cycle lane sounds fucking dangerous but as luck has it I'm, I am turning into the mountains in Ramoy and heading towards Asahikawa. 
so no problem there. Right, this is the first enclosed tunnel I've ever hit. And we're 160 kilometers in. There's a bit of a shitty path on my side. There's a normal path on the other side. I haven't got any lights. Obihira Tunnel, 728 meters. I'm not gonna ride for 728 meters on that little path. So I'm gonna push across the road. I'm gonna push across the road and get it up on this. Because then we've got this super wide, super wide tunnel here. doing all right i'm just coming into ramoy now this is my last port of call today it says on me google maps i've got about three minutes and i'm just on the outskirts of town it already looks nicer than most of the places that i've cycled through and i'm getting here at a reasonable hour and i've got a hotel yay i've just got to find it now there's a major road that goes off to right here i don't want that and i don't want ramoy station i need to go straight on and then take a right and then there's the new white house hotel and there i'm gonna have a bath and i'm gonna do my laundry because if you look at my t-shirt, look how salty I am. And this salt's starting to rub, rub my skin and irritate me, so I'm gonna do my washing. This place looks incredibly dodgy. It looks a lot better on the photos. Right, I need two or three, here we are. Two or three. I am not, I am prepared to be disappointed. Right. Okay, what have we got? We close the door. That's not bad. I've got air conditioning, joyous. Right. Hello, and welcome to MTV Cribs. And this is my crib for the night. So they're taking my glasses off, I'll just throw them on the floor. Right, now, first of all, I have got a view looking out onto to a, a building that is, somebody's painted in two of the worst colors known to man. And then there's a car park, a flat roof, and then wasteland. And then there's that bridge that I came over by river. Right, inside. So that's the door there. We've got the bed. I've got towels and I've got a dressing gown. <gasps> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So we've got air conditioning, a TV. I've got a fridge and a kettle. Right, good. There was 
there was free coffee at reception, so I'm going to go back down there and fill my boots. Moving in, I think we're just going to have a unit bathroom. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's like living in my old apartment in Tokyo. Everything's in the same thing. Everything is in the same room. You sink, which you can see you sink, you can feed from the shower. So you just move this there, you get a shower and you move it back so you can clean your teeth. So it's a two in one. I might fill that bath and have a soak there. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna get the rest of my bags up to the room. I'm gonna sort out my laundry. I'm gonna get a shower. And then we'll go out and have a look at the town. Now, Ramoy is pretty much of a muchness. So I have got to try and find myself a supermarket, which they're all shut. And I'm used to stuff being open till at least eight or nine o'clock where I live. But because we're up north in country, they're all shut. There's a supermarket here. I don't even know if it's open. I will look on Google Maps and see if there's a supermarket I can go to. I think I saw a maxi value when I looked before. Right, I found myself a supermarket. Now, for them that aren't cyclists or anything, let me show you this. The one good thing that you might find is worth doing if you're going to do these big road trips on your bike is you can eat whatever you want at night. So I put on six kilo for this trip because I knew it was going to be tough and I knew I was going to be burning through the calories and losing weight. I am three days into this thing and I've lost four of those kilos already. So what I've got to do now is put on the weight I'll try and put it back on. Well, not put it back on. I've got to try not losing it because I'm going into the mountains tomorrow and then I've got a 140-kilometre ride into Sapporo. So, before I go to bed, let me just show you. So, tonight, I went to the supermarket in Rumoy and I bought myself a bottle of Aquarius for tomorrow. Those are the electrolytes. I got myself a big pot noodle, bananas, spring rolls, pasta. I've got myself a yogurt for the morning. So everything you see here, all these carbs, I'm going to be eating tonight. That will be my breakfast tomorrow before I set off. But this is what I can eat tonight. All stuff that's pretty bad for you but i will be working it off tomorrow morning so that's the good thing about road cycling right i'm going to get my head down now because i got a lot of sun today and i'm feeling a bit fucked